Chapter 5 The Saints Are Kings And hast made us unto our God kings and priests, and we shall reign on the earth. Revelation 5.10 Take the royal office of the saints. They are kings. They are not merely to be kings in heaven, but they are also kings on earth. The Bible declares, Ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood. 1 Peter 2.9 We are kings even now. I want you to understand that before I explain the idea. Every saint of the living God not merely has the prospect of being a king in heaven, but positively, in the sight of God, he is a king now. He must say, with regard to his brethren and himself, and have made us, even now, unto our God kings and priests, and we shall reign on the earth. Revelation 5.10 A Christian is a king. He's not simply like a king, but he is a king, actually and truly. I will show you how he is like a king. Remember his royal ancestry. What a fuss some people make about their grandfathers and grandmothers and distant ancestors. I remember seeing in Trinity College the pedigree of some great lord that went back just as far as Adam, and Adam, the first man, was there digging the ground. It was traced all the way up. Of course, I didn't believe it. I have heard of some pedigrees that go back further. I leave that to your own common sense to believe it or not. What would some people give for a pedigree in which will be found dukes, marquises, kings, and princes? I believe, however, that it's not what our ancestors were, but what we are, that will make us shine before God. It's not so much in knowing that we have royal or priestly blood in our veins, as knowing that we are an honor to our race, that we are walking in the ways of the Lord, and that we are reflecting credit upon the church and upon the grace that makes us honorable. But since some people will glory in their descent, I will glory that the saints have the proudest ancestry in all the world. Talk of Caesars, or of Alexanders, or even tell me of a king or queen, and I say that I am of as high descent as the proudest monarch in the world. I am descended from the King of Kings. The saint may well speak of his ancestry. He may exult in it and glory in it, for he is a child of God, positively and actually. His mother, the church, is the bride of Jesus. He is a twice born child of heaven. He is one of the blood royal of the universe. The poorest woman or man on earth who loves Christ is of a royal line. Give a man the grace of God in his heart, and his ancestry is noble. I can turn back the roll of my pedigree, and I can tell you that it is so ancient that it has no beginning. It is more ancient than all the rolls of mighty men put together. For my father existed from all eternity, and therefore I have indeed a true, royal, and ancient ancestry. Also, the saints, like monarchs, have a splendid retinue. Kings and monarchs cannot travel without a deal of pomp. In olden times, they had far more magnificence than they have now, but even in these days, we see much of it when royalty is abroad. There must be a particular kind of horse 
and a splendid carriage and attendants with all the accompanying show of magnificence. The kings of God, whom Jesus Christ has made kings and priests unto their God, also have a royal retinue. Oh, you say, I see some of them in rags. They are walking through the earth alone, sometimes without a helper or a friend. The fault there is in your eyes. If you had eyes to see, you would perceive a bodyguard of angels, always attending every one of the blood-bought family. Remember that Elijah's servant could not see anything around Elijah until his master opened his eyes, and then he could see that there were horses and chariots all around Elijah. Well, there are horses and chariots around me, and you, saint of the Lord, wherever you are, there are horses and chariots. In that bedchamber where I was born, angels stood to announce my birth on high. In seas of trouble, when wave after wave seems to go over me, angels are there to lift up my head. When I come to die, when sorrowing friends will weep and carry me to the grave, angels will stand by my casket. When I am put into the grave, some mighty angel will stand and guard my dust and contend for its possession with the devil. Why should I fear? I have a company of angels around me, and whenever I walk abroad, the glorious cherubim accompany me. Kings and princes have certain things that are theirs by perspective right. For instance, Her Majesty has her Buckingham Palace, her other palaces, her crown royal, her scepter, and so on. But does a saint have a palace? Yes, I have a palace. Its walls are not made of marble. But of gold. Its borders are precious stones and gems. Its windows are of agates. Its stones are laid with fine colors. Around it there is a profusion of every costly thing. Rubies sparkle here and there. Pearls are common stones within it. Some call it a mansion, but I have a right to call it a palace, for I am a king. It is a mansion when I look at God. It is a palace when I look at men, because it is the habitation of a prince. Observe where this palace is. I am not a prince of India. I have no inheritance in any far-off land that people dream of. It's not an imaginary or mythical place, but it is real. It stands over there on the hills of heaven. I don't know its position among the other mansions of heaven, but there it stands, and I know that if the earthly house of this tabernacle were dissolved, I have a building of God, a house not made with hands eternal in the heavens. 2 Corinthians 5 1. Do Christians have a crown, too? Oh, yes, but they don't wear it every day. They have a crown, but their coronation day has not yet arrived. They have been anointed monarchs, and they have some of the authority and dignity of monarchs but they are not yet crowned monarchs. However, the crown is made. God will not have to order heaven's goldsmiths to make it later. It is made already and is hanging up in glory. Scripture God has laid up for me a crown of righteousness. 2 Timothy 4, 8 O saint, if you would just open some secret door in heaven and go into the treasure chamber, you would see it filled with crowns. When Cortes entered the palace of Montezuma, 
he found a secret chamber bricked up, and so many different things were stored in there that he thought the wealth of all the world was there. If you could enter God's secret treasure house, what wealth you would see! Are there so many monarchs, you would say, so many crowns, so many princes? Yes, and some shining angel would say, Do you see that crown? It is yours. And if you were to look within, you would read, Made for a sinner saved by grace, whose name was. Then you would hardly believe your eyes, for you would see your own name engraved upon it. You are indeed a king before God, for you have a crown laid up in heaven. Whatever other insignia belong to monarchs, saints will have more. They will have robes of whiteness, they will have harps of glory, they will have all things that are appropriate for their regal state. We are indeed real monarchs, not mock monarchs, clothed in purple garments of derision, and scoffed at with, Hail King of the Jews, John 19.2-3, but we are real monarchs. He has made us kings and priests unto our God. Revelation 1.6. Kings are considered the most honorable among men. They are always looked up to and respected. If you would say, A monarch is here, a crowd would give way. I would not command much respect if I were to attempt to move about in a crowd, but if anyone would shout, Here is the queen, everyone would step aside and make room for her. A monarch generally commands respect. We think that worldly princes are the most honorable of the earth, but if you were to ask God, he would reply, My saints in whom I delight, these are the honorable ones. Don't tell me of tinsel and trifles. Don't tell me of gold and silver or of diamonds and pearls. Don't tell me of ancestry and rank. Don't preach to me of pomp and power. However, tell me that a man is a saint of the Lord, for then he is an honorable man. God respects him, angels respect him, and the universe will one day respect him, when Christ will come to call him to give an account of his life and say, Well done, good and faithful servant. Enter thou into the joy of thy Lord. Matthew 25, 23. You might despise a child of God now, sinner. You might laugh at him. You might say he is a hypocrite. You might call him a saint, fanatic, and everything you like. But know that those titles will not mar his dignity, for he is one of the honorable of the earth, and God values him as such. Some people will say, I wish you would prove what you claim when you say that saints are kings, for if we were kings, we would never have any sorrows. Kings are never poor as we are, and they never suffer as we do. Who told you so? You say that if you are kings, you would live at ease. Do not kings ever suffer? Was not David an anointed king? Was he not hunted like a partridge on the mountains? 1 Samuel 26 20. Did not the king himself pass over the brook Kidron with all his people weeping as he went when his son Absalom pursued him? 2 Samuel 15.23. Was he not a monarch when he slept on the cold ground with no bed except the damp ground? Yes, kings have their sorrows. Crowned heads have their afflictions. Very often, 
Uneasy lies the head that wears a crown. Don't think that because you are a king, you will have no sorrows. Scripture? It is not for kings, O Lemuel, it is not for kings to drink wine, nor for princes strong drink. Proverbs 31, 4. This is often so. The saints get only a little wine here. It's not for kings to drink the wine of pleasure. It's not for kings to have much of the intoxicating drink and the excesses of this world's delight. They will have joy enough up in heaven when they will drink it new in their Father's kingdom. Matthew 26, 29. Poor saint, dwell on this. You are a king. I urge you not to let this leave your mind, but even in the midst of your tribulation, still rejoice in it. If you must go through the dark tunnel of humiliation for Christ's name, if you are ridiculed and reviled, still rejoice in the fact, I am a king, and all the dominions of the earth will be mine.